You're listening to The Bounding Box, where we talk about web development, geo development, and everything in between. All right, so today is going to be a bit of a, a shorter podcast. Um, it's just going to be me solo talking about some dev stuff, right? And that's because I get these questions that pop up every now and then. And one of the most popular ones is usually which framework is the best one to use for my web applications and more specifically which frameworks the best one to use with the arcgis api for javascript so i thought i would just address that one today All right so the question uh, could be answered a couple ways but the first thing i'll say is that um, don't worry about it right there are a lot of give and takes with every framework and regardless of which one you pick right so um, there is uh, things consider such as your team, right? So if you're working on a team, you don't want to you know, shoehorn a framework into your team that maybe they don't want to use or aren't comfortable with, right? And the other is, you know, how productive are you gonna be? I think that's like the main uh, thing you wanna look at. So let's talk about a few things about that, right? So when we talk about frameworks, let's talk about um, the kitchen sink frameworks. And that's gonna be stuff like, Angular, Ember, and even modern Dojo, right? So um, when you use a full-fledged framework like that, you pretty much get everything you need. And that means that you're probably not going to be using any third-party libraries to handle stuff like routing or state or um, any other UI bits or anything like that. There might be libraries in terms of like um, components, like maybe a material library for UI stuff, but other than that, everything pretty much comes with the framework itself. And there's a lot of good stuff with that. So uh, for example, for a long time, I recommended Ember for teams because you know that when you're working on a team, you're gonna be doing things the Ember way, right? You can't really uh, deviate too much from the conventions that Ember gives you when you do stuff and they're there for a reason. And it's a really powerful framework you can use to build apps when you're in a team environment. And I think the same goes for Angular. Now, I don't use Angular on a regular basis. I've done a couple of things with it, but I'm definitely not an Angular expert. But I do know that when you use Angular, you pretty much have everything available to you. And again, in your work on a team, there are conventions and standards that you follow building an Angular application. Now, when we talk about something like React, Right? So technically, React isn't a framework, it's a UI library, but there are frameworks built on top of it, like Next.js. So when you work with that framework environment, again, there are conventions to the way that you do things, right? Um, how you set up your routes and how pages are organized. Uh, there's even like a, an API layer that you work with. And so you know when you work in a team environment that things are already settled for you. But if you're not doing that, right? So a lot of people use React and they want to use React for this or that reason. So you have to understand that with that flexibility comes the drawback of making a lot of decisions, right? How are you going to manage state? Um, how are you going to handle routing? And I think React Router is like the main routing library out there for React, but I think there are a couple other ones. I don't personally know them. I don't, I don't use them. But again, one might suit you better than the other. So there are these different decisions to make, even down to like folder structure, right? There are articles upon articles about how to structure your React application, which I, I, you know, I, I think it's a little funny in some ways, but you know, the, the truth is that 
you know it comes down to a preference and stuff in that case so if you're a solo dev these decisions probably aren't that difficult to make um you're going to settle in on something at some point um you might want to just have fun with it uh things like svelte and vue.js so vue um is closer to being a ui library than a full-fledged framework there are frameworks built on Vue, like Nuxt.js. And I think Vue comes with a lot more stuff out of the box. Well, I guess not. I guess Vue Router is a separate library. Uh, Vue X is like state management, but like the, the new version of that is Pania, which handles state and Vue. So yeah, I guess Vue would be on par with React in terms of that. It's not a full-fledged framework. I think Svelte, same way, but there is like Svelte Kit that you could use that's like, um, provides a lot more tooling for it. Now, I don't use Svelte a lot. I've done a couple things with it. I know a couple of people that uh, really dig it and they enjoy it. So yeah, that, that might be the way to go. And I, I think Svelte's pretty interesting just on a technical level. It's a pretty cool library. But um, my preference recently has been to use either Vue.js or Solid.js. And Solid is looks a lot like React. It's a reactive library uh, for building apps. And I, I just think it's a lot of fun. I, I really dig it. Um, but yeah, so that's the thing to consider there is, you know, which one you're going to be more productive with, more comfortable with. If you're just learning, maybe you want to learn React. So, okay, that's great. Go out and learn React and try some projects with that and have some fun with it. Now, in terms of which one works best with the ArcGIS API for JavaScript, I mean, they all do. I haven't had issues uh, using them with anything. So the ArcGIS API for JavaScript is released as an ES modules library and NPM under ArcGIS slash core. So you can install that library. It's pure ESM. Um, and it's going to work in pretty much any environment. I haven't really run into any issues um, since it was released. I think the initial release, no, no, with ES modules for the ArcGIS API was released, it just worked out of the box. There was some stuff early on before we released it that uh, were kind of questions that came up in terms of like assets, right? But we pre-build all of the worker stuff for you. So you don't have to worry about any of that. And you just uh, can use the assets from the CDN, which is the default, or copy them over uh, to your project and then use them locally, right? That that can lead to a couple of issues depending on how your folder structure works out, but pretty much it's just going to work out of the box for you and almost all frameworks and libraries. Uh, the only build tool so far that has issues with uh, our library, the ESM uh, library is going to be parcel. And I haven't really tracked down why it has to do with kind of uh, the way that it does its uh, bundling and loading of the files. And there's a longstanding issue about it on the parcel uh, repo. But if, if, if I understood more of why it didn't work, I could probably dig in and fix it. But I just, I just don't, unfortunately, I'm very sorry. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, we have samples of the API working with uh, React, with Angular, with Ember, with Vue. Um, we, I don't think we have an official Svelte uh, demo, but I know there are a couple of Svelte demos out there that use it. So yeah, everything's just going to work out of the box and everything like that. So that's my advice to you. Just pick whatever you're going to be productive in. Um, and you know, really, I think as devs, we probably get kind of hung up on some of these technical bits every now and then. Um, develop, developer ergonomics are important. Don't get me wrong. It, you know what uh, the library, uh, easy to use, and stuff like that is going to be very important for us as devs. But at the end of the day, your users could care less how you built the app. 
all they care is that it works, right? So don't worry about it. Um, find something that's going to work for you that you like, that you're comfortable with. And if you work in a team, most importantly, what your team is comfortable with. So definitely survey your team, uh, find out where they're at, and come to an agreement on that. So that is my advice, right? Uh, just don't worry about it. Find what you're, find what's productive for you. Find what you like. I don't have a strong recommendation one way or the other. So that is it. So I hope that helps you out. If you have any questions, please feel free to hit me up anytime. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Bounty Box today. Please subscribe for more content.